Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Today happens to be Friday, August the 19th. Hope you've had a great week. I've been reading a book lately. I just finished it a few days ago called When Did You Die? It's a reprint of a very old book that was out of print for many years. And it goes through the scripture on being dead to self. How to Die Daily, the concept of being dead to sins and alive unto Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in John chapter 12, verse 24, Jesus says, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. In the context there, Jesus was talking about himself having to go to the cross and die. And when he died and rose again, he'd bring forth much fruit, and that is us. If you've been saved, you trusted Christ, you were part of that fruit, the fruit of souls. But practically, to us in the Christian life, the same principle applies, and it's all throughout the New Testament, that when you are dead to self as a Christian, it is only then that you are able to bring forth spiritual fruit in your life. You see, self is sinister. You cannot reason with self. You cannot appease self, negotiate with self. It must die. And by self, we mean the flesh, that part of you that wants to do what you want to do, self-willed, that kind of thing, not what the Lord wants you to do. And self can do all kinds of spiritual things. Self can give money to the poor. Self can even live in poverty. As long as self is allowed to die, self doesn't mind because self gets the glory. In Romans chapter number six, the Bible says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, Reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God, as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. When Jesus died and rose again, that is the death that you and I identify with today. 
If you are a Christian, ye are dead. Colossians 3, 3. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. <coughs> Excuse me. 1 Peter 2, 24 says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Now, when did that happen? When did you die to those sins? When did the old man die? Simply when Jesus died. Jesus died for me on the cross. He shed his blood for me. We are justified by faith, by his blood. Yes, Jesus loves me, but you died as well. I am dead by his death. I'm alive by his resurrection. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, that can be confusing. If you're reading your Bible and it says, you're dead, you're dead, we're dead, <laughs> and you say, well, I, I feel alive, I feel okay. So what exactly died? Self died. Self. Self is your flesh. It's the old man, who you were without Christ. And because of Jesus, that part of you has died. However, as I said, it's a stubborn thing. Self. It's hard to be dead to self. Self is dangerous, subtle, writhing about operating on nerves and muscle memory until your body of flesh one day draws its last breath and your soul goes to be with God. Let me tell you about self. It dies hard. Self will permit the believer to do anything, give anything, sacrifice anything, suffer anything, be anything, go anywhere, bear any crosses, anything, if only it can keep hold on its influence. Self will allow you to have spiritual victories as long as it's not destroyed itself. It can congratulate the accomplishment of others as long as it remains number one. It will endure poverty, hardness, if only it will be spared. It will endure anything as long as it must not surrender. I'm talking about self, flesh. But self must be dealt no compromise. You cannot reason with it. You cannot negotiate with it. It is an enemy that you cannot live with. It harms you, destroys you, makes excuses for itself, justifies itself, and never says sorry. Self must die. And it's a nice spiritual thought, being dead to self, dying to self, dying daily. But it is a difficult thing to do, but it must be done. Someone says, of course I'm dead to self. I'm listening to a spiritual podcast. I read my Bible every day. I fast often. I, I go to the Sabbath, the Pharisees. And of course, of course, of course, I'm dead to self. But can I tell you, self will even permit all of those spiritual practices as long as it can live. We must die today to good deeds and to bad deeds to success and to failure, to leading and to following, to exaltation and humiliation, to friends and enemies, to our life's work. We must die to the praise of others and the criticisms of others. 
The preacher A.B. Simpson wrote, Even our sacrifices and self-denials may be selfish. Yes, our satisfaction may be selfish. Self can get up and pray and sit down and say, What a lovely prayer. Self can preach a sermon and save souls and go home, pat itself on the back and say, or let the devil say through him, You did it splendidly. What a useful man you are. Self can be burned to death and be proud of its fortitude. Yes, we can have religious selfishness as well as carnal selfishness, end quote. And you today, you don't need victory over habits. You need victory over self. You don't need victory over your desires. You need victory over self. You don't need victory over your inclinations or your past mistakes. You need victory over self. You don't need victory over things in your life. You need victory over self. You don't need victory over other people in your life. You need victory over self. And you can piecemeal try to surrender to the Lord by giving up this and that, begging God for victory in one area or another. And you can give up everything under the sun but self, and self will be pleased. Christ will not be magnified in your life. Galatians 5, verses 24 and 25, And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 5, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge, that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. You and I must be dead to self. Next time, I'll show you the key word in the passage in Romans 6 we just read that will help us to be dead to self. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. God bless you.